He ain't shrunk a few inches, hey, brother. Not me. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a privilege for us to be able to stand in the presence of the king and to be able to thank the Most High for allowing us to be in the position that we're in while we're here on this earth to learn what we've learned. Amen. And to be a partaker of his benefits while here. Um, because it's going to echo throughout all of eternity, our service um, to him. And I'm sure he's greatly appreciated, appreciative of people who love him and keep his commandments. Hallelujah. God said he wouldn't despise us. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the most high. Amen. And before we get into the command, let us pray here for a second. That means everybody hands lifted up. Hallelujah. Up to the name of Jesus giving glory and honor to the power of the Holy Spirit. We bless you, Father, for all things, and we do ask that the power of the Holy Spirit be welcome in this place. Let your touch of people here today, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the anointing, Father, move among your people. You tell us in your word that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, Father, stir up. Help us to stir up the gift of God that is within us so we can hear your word. And as we believe, we get stronger in power. We bless you for your commandments, your covenant, Father, and we thank you for the Holy Ghost, the spirit of truth. Have your way. You're welcome here, and we do honor and reverence the spirit of God in this hour that we're living in. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And we thank you, Father, for your spirit being within us and the truth that you're constantly revealing to us. You're welcome here today. Holy Spirit, have your way amongst your people in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory to the King. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have bought thee out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any engraven image of any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. Visit the iniquities of the fathers upon the children unto the third and the fourth generations of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, 
Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And we bless the Most High for his reading of the commandments of the covenant that is written on the tables of our heart. You may be seated. In the blessed name of Jesus. Now, y'all have to listen to me here. I'm close this morning, all right? Because I'm trying by the power of the Holy Spirit to a lot of fire underneath us uh, to get us into unity and oneness and out of this state of slumber that we seem to be in. Um, God's people are supposed to be excited about God. God's people are supposed to be excited because we're the few people in this generation that is actually um, serving him and is filled with his Holy Spirit. So therefore, if God is not dead, Jesus is alive. Now, we can't have lively stones walking around like tombstones. Hallelujah. Because the, the name of the Lord is worthy to be praised. Amen. And if you noticed, uh, because I'm, try, I'm doing something, because it takes a plowing now, because it takes a little while for people to unthaw out of their orthodox ways when you're trying to convey to them what the Holy Spirit would be having us to do. Am I making sense? So you, you have to get out of yourself, which is nonsense, and into God, which is sense, in order to understand what we're going to be talking about, where we're going today. If you notice, when we lift up your hands and you begin to pray unto God and stuff, the anointing starts flowing into place. He says in his word, whether two or more gather together in my name, there I am in the midst. Now, you're supposed to be able to feel the Holy Spirit because he's alive. He's not callous and dead. And usually when the Holy Spirit is in the place working, um, anything that you have inside of you that is contrary to God and stuff, he will reprove that world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Because Jesus went to the Father, died for our iniquities, our sins, our transgressions, and his work was not in vain. At least not with me, it wasn't in vain. So that's why he gave us the encouraging words that we're lively stones, built up a holy house. And we need to start acting that way. Um, we're not used to stirring up the gift of God because I, I personally think that's something that should be done on an individual basis and you should be that way at all times. Now I'm making any sense. Uh, I don't believe that God's people should have to be pumped and primed in, in order to express gratitude toward the one that bought them. All you have to do is remember your former state and just think about where he's bought you from and where you're going. That's enough to have praises for his holy name. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. So what, well, what I'm trying to do, because individually we don't do such a good job of it, but maybe collectively we can um, usher in some type of a corporate worship with Jesus hallelujah to let him know that we're actually hearing him and, and we're allowing the Holy Spirit to be welcome amongst his people because remember I told you we are in the third and final manifestation of God here on this earth there's no such thing as no trinity God is one hear O Israel the Lord our God is one 
Is there a God besides me? I know not any. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. We are in the last manifestation of God. When the Most High was dealing with our ancestors, the Hebrew Israelites, many, many, many centuries ago, people rejected them because they only had one God. And not only did the people reject them, but our people rejected the Most High. So then the Most High said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll send myself down there to my people because they've already done killed every prophet I sent to them. I'll send myself in the image and form and likeness that I created myself in, in man, Jesus Christ. And maybe I just have a hope that they will honor, they will reverence, and they will hear him. And, of course, what did we do again? We killed the most high bodily. Hallelujah. So, seeing how that we keep tradition and being in the flesh, we don't like breaking it too much. It seems like that man is working on it again. Man is working on everything he can possible to stifle the Holy Spirit of God. I personally don't think that the Holy Spirit gets the reverence that is due to him in his generation for fear that we may be worshiping somebody other than God. What Jesus said, that is expedient for you that I go to the Father. If I do not go to the Father, then I will not be able to make myself manifested unto you. So it's expedient to you that I go to the Father. Because when I go to the Father, I'm going to send you some help. I'm going to send you the comforter. And that's me, my spirit, the same spirit that was dwelling in me that enabled me to raise Lazarus from the dead, that enabled me to heal the sick, to cleanse the leper, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, to turn the water into wine, to walk on water. That same spirit that was in Christ Jesus, the same spirit that was in me, I am going to put it in each of you. And the church is keeping tradition by killing the Holy Spirit. They rejected God, the Father. They rejected Jesus, the Son, and killed him. And now we're working on rejecting the Holy Spirit. Y'all see it? Y'all see it taking place? Now, Jesus said, what father of you, what, what if any of you a father that have a son, that if he asked you for a piece of bread, would you give him a stone? And the answer is no. Is that right? So if he asked you for a piece of bread, you would not give him a stone. So me being a father, and I'm not evil like you are. That's what God says. He says, I'm going to give the Holy Spirit to everyone that asks. So when you are welcoming the Holy Spirit, if you have your mind and your conscience centered and focused on the Holy Spirit, then God will not send you another spirit. He will not allow another spirit to jump in front of him. Because God is holy. And holiness, if I can use his word today, um, is the purest religion that there is. 
Brother Juan, did you set up the camera? You got it going? Well, make sure, Chuck, that you don't um, get your back ahead. And I thought you was going to put it up there on that stand. You're trying to test first, huh? I'm sure of that. I was talking to my son earlier, um, and I was trying to give him some understanding on um, just life in general. All right? Now, let me help you with a little bit of understanding. Most of the time, people who stand for correction and instruction, they're usually despised by the people who are already prideful and don't think that they're in need of any. But that's why the scripture teaches us to know no man after the flesh, after the spirit, because usually if somebody's correcting you, instructing you, they're giving you that type of love that you're not accustomed to. There's very few people that actually want to instruct you to lead you in the right way. Most people instruct you and correct you so that they can do it for their own pleasure. You can make their life more easier and that they can cope and get along with you better. That's what the majority of correction is. I mean, think about it. Um, Jesus said clearly in the word, the word of God says, we chasing our children, did we not? And we did it for our own pleasure. Huh? Somebody said, well, what does that mean, Pastor? I just got finished telling you what it means. We chasing our children, correct them so they wouldn't be more oppressive on us. That's the reason why we corrected them. Now, in the process of that, if they could get it and not do it again and hope they could turn within their own mind and self, then that would be fine and good. But mostly we just instructed them and corrected them because we don't want them to embarrass us. We don't want them to defy us. We don't want them to cause us troubles and problems. It's not until you come to the knowledge of truth that the reason why you correct them is because you don't want them to hurt themselves. Oh, that's a different perspective. That's why I counsel people very carefully about whooping or beating a child in anger because you don't want that spirit to be transferring over because you whoop them in anger and stuff and they grow up with anger problems and stuff you got no father looking you uh oh and of course see I didn't have anybody to instruct me and teach me all the stuff that I'm teaching y'all but we do have one faithful teacher though don't we that's the Holy Ghost Hallelujah. And believe it or not, some people have the ability to hear him. And when they do hear him, then they want to pass along what the Holy Spirit is giving to them because this is not something that we just keep to ourselves. This is something so that the whole body can be edified with. Hallelujah. And that's what it is so we can all grow up in the strength and in the grace and the mercy and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we can be the per perfected church that he's coming for. That church without spot, wrinkle, blemish, or any such thing. That's the purpose. So I wasn't, I'm not, I was not as privileged as a lot of you people who are like 10 and 15, 20 years younger than I am, than I am today. But God has honored me, and I mean that for my own self. Honored me would allow me to learn as I went from the things I've had successes and the things I've had failures in. I can say, like Paul said, all things work together for the good of them. Well, that love the Lord, especially to them who are the called according 
to his purpose. Paul said, I've counted all joy. What do you count joy, Paul? I count my temptations. I count my trials. I count my tribulations. I count my anguishes and my sorrows and every single one of them because you know what they did? They have strengthened me. They have made me better than what I was when I started. Hallelujah. And that's what the intent of the word is. See, we, even though we're, the outward man is perishing, the, the outward man, the body is perishing, the inward man is renewed day by day. But you're only as renewed as much as you want to be new. And you're only going to be as beautiful in the eyes of God as you hunger to be perfect. So it's one thing to have a lust for natural bread or, or stuff that is not good for the body, like natural sweetness and stuff. But if you can just turn 180 degrees that natural, put it to the spiritual, and then hunger for God that much, blessed are those which hunger and thirst after righteousness, and they shall be filled. Because Jesus is that living water that he said, if a man would drink of me, he would never thirst again. And that drinking is, is that living water of life, which is in Christ Jesus. That's being refreshed by the Holy Spirit and allowing him to move and live inside of you. That's being encouraged. Day in and day out, David said when everybody went against him at Ziglag, he had to encourage himself. When nobody else could encourage, he had to just encourage himself. That encouraging himself is the same thing that we hear today. You stir up the gift of God that is within you. And we need to start doing some stirring. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're in the last manifestation of the king until we see him face to face. And we're going to see him as he is. He's no longer going to be veiled anymore. Hallelujah. And that's the day that I'm hastening to. That's the day I'm looking forward to. That's the day. That's the reason why I live the way I live in his life now. Because I have my eyes on the prize. And I cannot let the, any, anything in his life distract me from that course. We was talking earlier about how so many people start off. And they run. And they start off well. But the scripture says, but what did hinder you? See, something is hindering the people today. Something is hindering the people, greatly hindering the people today. So since I constantly keep at the forefront of our minds that we are in a very hostile environment, and I do mean hostile environment, understand this, brothers and sisters, every day, Every second of every minute of every hour that you live, Satan is working on your downfall. And what way and what better way to get you to fall than to get you to be comfortable? When you're comfortable, you lose your edge. You're not as keen. You start to go to sleep on guard duty. And you're not being a good soldier. But the enemy has a plan drawn up and he's using everything in his arsenal because he's patient. 
He'll let you be holy for 30 years and then get you on your last one. He sure will. Hmm? Paul said before he got out of here, I have fought a good fight. That didn't mean he stopped fighting. He's telling you what he did, what he has done that whole time. I have finished my course and I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown. Everybody ain't going to get that crown. Only those who fought, who fight a good fight. So when he said, I finished my course and I kept the faith, he kept the faith all the way to the end because then immediately after that, Paul got killed. So we have to arm our mind. To get ready, because this flesh is so easy to soothe us and to make us comfortable. To make us think that, oh, you know, right now you're on this earth and stuff, boy. Who in the world think about heaven and hell when it's humid and hot outside? Find some air conditioning. See, he will distract you. Mm hmm. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. So I do. I command my soul. And that's what we all need to learn to do. Amen. So we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. And as we go today, um, you're going to hopefully... If you've been cultivating the Holy Spirit in your life, you're going to feel more power of the Holy Spirit as we increase in our learning. Sure, there are going to be some scriptures that we're going to revisit and stuff, but we're hoping that these things will take part and sink down into your soul, that they become etched on the heart, the table of your heart. Amen? Hallelujah. The real problem today is faith has been Locked up today by the wisdom of following men. Did y'all hear what I said? Yes, sir. You're going to have to hear. You're really truly going to have to hear. Now you think about it, brother and sister. If I was a deceiver, I really don't do a good job of it. I mean, I wouldn't make you feel comfortable, make you feel good and everything. You know what I mean? Tell you all the stuff. That, you understand what I'm saying? I'm always remembering the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. Woe unto you when the world speaks well of you. The world don't speak well of me like they do some of the big TV evangelists. So that means I'm in very good company. Very good company. They're not going to put me on the cover of Time magazine. I promise you that. Matter of fact, I ain't going to get on no cover of no magazine. They would, they would, the enemy would rather that the world knew nothing about me. Amen. And that's just the truth. But if the world love you, the king says, a man that is a friend of this world is an enemy with God. Amen. It's amazing how those statements seem to escape us, isn't it? Amen. Hmm? That's why we have to have his word written on the tables of our heart. Amen. But faith today has been locked up because people have followed the wisdom of man rather than God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, you, let's just take a look at 99% of the ministers of so-called churches today for a minute, all right? 99% of the preachers are nothing more 
than just words. God called his people to action by the demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the majority of people we know today, uh, especially who call themselves preachers, and there's no shortages of them. Amen. They're mostly just words. Just words. But there's very few people who have the words that have the Lord working with them that demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit in the ministry. Because I promise you in the church there is no shortage of sick folk. Amen. There's no shortage of people who have mental problems and, and, and need the hand of Jesus upon their lives. Amen. So we've got plenty of people that have the ability to speak and speak well. Jesus said, by their fruit, you're going to know them, though. Mm -hmm. Amen. Isn't that right? That's right. Now, the Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus healed the sick. Jesus cleaned the leopard. And Jesus raised the dead. And Jesus cast out devils. That's what Jesus did. And Jesus said, the works that I do, shall you do. Mm -hmm. And Amen. greater works than these shall you do, because I go unto the Father. But yet, we see a lack of the work of God being done in the time we're living in now. Amen. Hallelujah. If power was demonstrated in preaching, then my God, there should not be one sick folk. That's the truth. Amen. Or person in the church. Amen. Isn't that just the truth? Amen. But God puts his stamp and seal of approval on those that are his. Mm -hmm. That's why he gives us benchmarks. By their fruit, you shall know them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. So if preachers are doing any of the things that allow them to have the kingdom of God working, then you know they're of God. Yes, sir. But if they're just up saying words, their words are no better than a politician campaigning for the trail. Amen. They're just words. His old saying, words are cheap. Without the backing up of the power of the words. You see, when Jesus came, he didn't speak like the scribes and Pharisees did. His speech was different. Amen. And we're going to get to that speech here in a minute. See, here we are to oppose Satan's kingdom. Amen. Here and now in this world. Did y'all hear that? And don't ever forget. We're in hostile environment. Amen. Keep that at the forefront of your mind. Matthew chapter 10, starting at verse 7. Come on, brother. Let's see what the king has to say. And as you go, preach. So as you go, preach. Now, we're going to look at what the resume is of the people who preaches. All right? We're going to see what the king says. All right? Forget about religion. Forget about those who have a form of godliness but deny the power. We're going to see what the king says, all right? We're going to stick with the book. Is that all right? Mm -hmm. Jesus said, as you go, preach. Saying. And the, what you say is this. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. That should be in company you're preaching. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Now watch this. What else did he say? Heal the sick. He said heal the sick. Is that speaking in suggestive terms or no. does he mean business? It's business. He means business, didn't he? Mm -hmm. He said heal the sick. So when you preach, you got something else you got to do. Mm -hmm. 
Heal the sick. Read on. Cleanse the leper. Cleanse the leper. Is he telling the truth or is he speaking in suggested terms? No, he's telling the he's truth. He's telling the truth, isn't he? Come on. Raise the dead. Raise the dead. Uh -huh. That wouldn't be hard to do, is it? You walk into a church, you, you're walking <laughs> in amongst the dead, amongst the living now. Amen. Amen. Come on. A lot Amen. of people talking about raising the dead out of them graveyards. What about all you people that are dead in your sins? Amen. Dead in your trespasses? Amen. Grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Because of the attitude that you've chosen to accept to walk in sin. Oh, amen. There's a lot of people that need to be resurrected from the dead while they're yet living. Amen. Amen. What do you think Jesus said? He said, I come to give you life and that more abundantly. And that life is contained in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? That's right. That's right. All right. So raise the dead and do what? Cast out devils. Oh, wait a minute now. We done fell off the upper court. The apple cart is done and we don't drop every one of them now. So you see what he says? He's not speaking in suggested terms, brother. So he's telling us as what we should be doing as men. Mm -hmm. Amen. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, and cast out devil. And all this is supposed to accompany preaching. Amen. Now let's just look at this thing the way we let's look at this thing for real. 99% of so-called preachers today ain't got enough power to, to heal a gnat of a toothache. And the reason why I say that, because a gnat don't have teeth. That's letting you know how much power these preachers got today. Oh, praise God. Amen. Are we on the point? Yes, sir. We're going to show you something. We're going to skip over a second. Let's go over here to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. There you go. It's that. And I want you to, I want to see, I want y'all to see where I'm coming from first, okay? Listen to this word. Listen to the book, okay? Listen very closely. Read. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. Did y'all hear that? Paul said, and my speech and my preach was not with persuasive words of men's wisdom. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? What does 99% preaching and teaching do today? They're there to try to persuade you. They're there to try to entice you in a certain way. Amen. Did y'all hear that? Yes, sir. They're trying to get they're, they're trying to get you to uh, cast your vote for a certain religion. Amen. For a certain perspective. But Paul said that my speech mm -hmm. and my preaching was not with the enticing words of men's wisdom, meaning he, meaning his so-called ability of intelligence, he didn't depend on it. Amen. He didn't depend on great oratorial ability to speak well. Uh-oh. So I've already knocked out all the big-time, so-called big-time TV preachers. They're not big-time to me. They're very small-time. Because they're going to be spending big time in a lot of places. Amen. I mean, I mean, what kind of preacher would I be if I didn't warn the people of the wolf? That's true. Amen. The wolf come in sheep clothes? Huh? Amen. When a shepherd comes, man, come on, you think them, man, do you actually think that the flock like shepherds? The flock don't like shepherds. The flock just like where well, the shepherd's going to lead them in and out of the green pastures yeah. to get fed. Yeah. Amen. Oh, that's Lord, true. I'm Amen. That's true. Amen. That's true. But if a wolf can put a cherry on top and stuff and lead you, entice you, you know, man, come on, man. The sheep, man, they're all get in a boat on this one. They got Amen. a monopoly, man. That's the dude. Take him. 
because the people ain't got no sense. Amen. And that's just the truth. Amen. So Paul said, my speech and my preaching was not with the enticing or the persuasive words of men's wisdom. You hear that? I didn't use my so-called ability of intelligence and my ability to speak well to try to draw you to Christ. Is that right? But look what he said that his speech and his preaching and his words was, though. But in demonstration. But in demonstration, as mean in the manifestation, mm -hmm. in the demonstration of what? The spirit and of power. Of the spirit and of power. Did y'all hear that? Of the demonstration of the spirit and of power. So if a man gets up to you in front of you and he's speaking well, yet he does not have the power to back up his words. Are you following me? All they are are just words. Amen. They're meaningless. They mean nothing. And the one who's speaking the words mean nothing. Amen. Because to have his Holy Spirit, there should be something to accompany your words. Amen. Can church say amen? Amen. Amen. They're just words. That's all. Verse 5. That your faith. And the reason why that his speech and his preaching was not with enticing words of men's wisdom. Because Paul was not trying to draw you to himself. He remembered the words that Jesus said. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. He remember that. Yeah. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. Amen. So he wasn't trying to draw people to him. Are you following me? Yeah. And then he goes on to say, but that your faith should do what? Should not stand. Should not stand. In the wisdom of men. In the understanding of men. Did y'all hear that? Why? But in the power of God. But in the power of God. Why? Because I have these words and I have to speak because it's called the gospel, but I want, to, I, want, I, want, I want your faith to not just stand with my ability to speak. I can preach, I can speak, but I want your faith to lie in the power of God. The power of God is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, praise Amen. God. Because no man can do these works unless the Father is in him. Amen. Can somebody say amen? Amen. It's called a rubber meet the road. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Isn't that just the truth? That's right. Call the rubber, meet the road. Uh -huh. Amen. 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 No more suck bucking and jiving. No more playing games. Mm -hmm. We're going to find out the Lord knows them that he is. Amen. Isn't that right? So what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying a lot of you people just need to shut up. You ain't doing wasting time. Amen. You need to just flat out shut up what you need to do. <laughs> you ain't doing wasting time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If words was just enough alone, then Paul would have never spoken about the power. Paul said, I want you to put your faith, not in just my words, and especially not in the words of just men's wisdom now. Because, right. man, people can use words to mesmerize you. Oh, yeah, man. Sure, boy, man, there's some people that, that can speak words. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Man, you think that they're an angel. But I didn't tell you what kind of angel. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I driving this point home? Yes, sir. Paul says, but in the, have your faith, but in the power of God. God. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Read on. Howbeit, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Oh! Yeah. We speak wisdom. We speak understanding. We speak all of these good things right here among them that are perfect. See, we're perfect in the present state that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. We're not finished with this perfecting process. All We're right. going on 
to perfection. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? We're perfect because we're not practicing sin. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. When he says be ye holy, that means be perfect for I am perfect. Be ye holy for I am holy. If we could mm-hmm. not be holy, he would have never told us to be holy then. Amen. Can somebody say amen? Amen. amen. Just the truth, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Amen. So we can preach great sermons all day long. And if all we've done after we got finished preaching sermons, we just give you a little altar call and close up church. All we did was say a bunch of words. Mm-hmm. Because they're not going to transform. It's going to take the Holy Spirit to do that. Amen. Amen. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect? Yet not the wisdom of this world. No, so we're not going to talk to you about the wisdom of this world. That's why we don't go to Dallas Theological Cemetery. We don't go to Jerry Falswell. And, and, and all these other places and stuff to try to, we don't go to Bible colleges mm-hmm. to try to learn about Jesus when none of them can demonstrate who they're serving. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Amen. I mean, after all, if anybody, we should take an, the actual example that Paul did, the most, uh, the most learned apostle that there was. He spent three and a half years unlearning everything that he had ever learned. So the best thing something you could do out there is take all your degrees and use them for toilet paper because that's about all they're good for. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to the king. Amen. What am I doing? I'm doing the same thing that Jesus did. I'm coming against the established religion of today. Amen. Because there are many God's people out there that are in bondage True. and blind. Because the blind all leading the blind. Amen. And they're both, both are falling into the ditch. ditch. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, but... Yet not the wisdom of this world. Nor are the princes of this world that come to naught. So 99% of the preachers today are nothing but words. Amen. That's how you know that these people cannot be of God. Mm-hmm. Is that simple enough? Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go back over here and finish up. We're going to read Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. Read that, brother. Heal the sick. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Cast out devils. Freely you have received. Freely you have received. Freely give. So freely you give. Mark 1, verse 38. We're going to go ahead on. Read on. And he said unto them. What did he say? Let us go into the next towns. We're going to the next towns. That I may preach there also. I'm going to preach now. Let's see what happens. For therefore came I forth. He came forth so he could preach, right? Mm-hmm. And he preached in their synagogues. And he preached in their synagogues throughout all of America. Pastor Dyer said Galilee. Throughout all of America. (laughs) Yeah, and he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee. It makes no difference because we're doing the same thing that the preachers and the scribes and Pharisees did yesterday year. The preachers today are falling right in line with the same thing that the scribes and Pharisees did in Jesus' day. They ain't got no power. That's true. None. Amen. That's true. Am I putting a magnifying glass on this thing good enough yet? Yes, sir. You got all these different fascists popping up. What's his name? Tell me the son's name if you can. That's not his name. Well, man, hey, when you finally get it, I'll know. Because you'll have the demonstration of the power of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> What good is it to know his name and not be able to perform what he said? That's true. That's right. Hallelujah. I mean, after all, there's so many of them. Which one you want? I'll tell you what his name is. His name today is whichever one you give mental assent to. That works. Amen. Have y'all noticed something about the sacred name movement? It ain't working. 
seconds. It's the same way, same thing that the Baptists were. Baptist, Amen. Church of Christ, same thing Christianity. It ain't working. Amen. I'm sorry, folks. There are going to be some that are least in the kingdom because they didn't keep the commandments, but yet they did preach, they did speak, but they also did something else. They had the power of God accompany them. Mm -hmm. Amen. We're going to be great in the kingdom because we teach men to keep the commandments. Amen. Is that Amen. all right? That's right. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, man. You can't get no more plain than this. No, that's true. Simple truth, plain truth. Man, just Amen. as easy can get it. Yes, sir. Huh? And he says, all right, I came therefore also, hey, that I may preach there also. And therefore came I forth, verse 39. And he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee. And what did he do? And cast out devils. And he cast out devils because they ain't doing that today. No. Especially Church of Christ. Right. They ain't doing that. Anyway, read on. And there came a leper to him. There came a leper unto him. Beseeching him. Uh-huh. And kneeling down Kneeling to him, down. And saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Was it God's will to make him clean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many Amen. folk come to church, synagogue, week after week and still can't get clean? Amen. I mean, our sister Cindy, bless her holy heart. <laughs> our sister Cindy, she gets upset and get mad at folk because they want to come over here and get their healing and stuff. Then they want to go back to their church. And you know what she says? Uh-oh, -uh, you got a pastor. Go to your pastor. Now, they may sound ugly, but that's just the truth. I mean, that's just a smack dab reality truth. If you got so much faith in what you believe in, why come you don't go to your elders over there? Amen. Why you got to come over here and leech off my pastor? <laughs> leech off my elders. Isn't that the truth? That's true. Oh, praise God. Don't blame me, Sister Cindy. I'd be jealous for God's work, yeah. too. Amen. You come over here leeching my power instead. You may be taking something from me. Ain't enough for us to go around everywhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Not so. Amen. I got to keep his oil and wine for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah, you know what to go and buy? I'm gonna give you some counsel. Go buy them. Oh. Hallelujah. Oh, never mind, never mind. Amen. We'll just have a revival up there here, brother. We'll be talking to each other, okay? okay. We'll talk to each other. That's fine. Mark 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, What did Jesus say? Go ye into all the world. Go into all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. I'll preach it to a tree if the people don't listen. Amen. I'm gonna preach as my wife. I will preach when I preach, honey. See, all the time she hear me in the house in another room. Who you talking to? I'm preaching. Who you, who you preaching? The one who got ears to hear? Me. I'm listening. <laughs> Hallelujah. Read on. He that believeth and is baptized. See, the key is that he that believeth and is baptized. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Read on. Shall be saved. Shall be saved. But he that believeth not. You don't believe? Shall be damned. You're going to be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. We got something that's going to follow the people that believe. Y'all hear that? We back on the 99% of the preachers again. We're back on it again. We're going to keep, it, we're going to keep with the book, all right? 99% of the people who preach today, all right, they don't that's right. have these signs. That's right. They do not speak words. Read on. In my name. Shall they cast out devils? Uh huh. They shall speak with new tongues. Go ahead. They shall take up serpents. Yep. And if they drink any deadly thing, it's gonna what? It shall not hurt it them. It ain't gonna hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. They shall recover. That's what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. That's what Amen. Jesus said. Amen. You see, here, it's a nice thing that goes on here because when people come to us, 
especially when they're around us all the time and stuff. You don't stay in the same condition you were. That's true. Amen. If you get in a bad condition, that's because you you have chosen to stay the way because you're stubborn. Amen. Oh, amen. That's true. That's just true. Hey, sir. Amen. <laughs> Isn't that right? We're gonna go to hey, we're gonna show you something. Acts 6 8. We're gonna show you, we're gonna show you something right here. We've got to lay this foundation before we get down, all right? Read on. And Stephen, full of faith and power. What was Stephen full of? Faith and power. He was full of faith and what? Power. Full of faith and what? Power. Full of faith and power. First mm -hmm. Corinthians 2 5 said that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Mm -hmm. So Stephen had faith and mm -hmm. power, full of faith and power. Power, full of faith and power. Mm -hmm. In other words, they both go together. That's right. Faith and power, just like your fingers on your hand, they go together. Mm -hmm. They're part of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Read on. Did great wonders and miracles among the people. You mean to tell me this? even this can take place after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ? Oh, yeah. Stephen? Oh, yeah. You serious? Oh, yeah. Did I read right? Yes, sir. Full of faith and power and did great wonders mm -hmm. and miracles among the people? 99% mm -hmm. of the preachers can't do it. Amen. See, religion cannot produce the power of God. God's spirit inside of someone who he has made holy. Any one of you, the works that I do, Jesus said, you shall do. Mm -hmm. He just didn't limit it to the preachers. No. Mm -mm. Uh-oh. Amen. That's what we're interested in. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acts 4, verse 13, read on. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. See, this is what people are seeing right now. They're seeing the boldness of me. Because I'm pretty bold when it comes to this gospel. Mm -hmm. You know the reason why I'm pretty bold? Because I can back up what I'm saying. You know the reason why I can back up what I'm saying? I'm going to give you something. Are you listening? I'm going to give you something. Are you listening? Because I'm not trusting in my ability. Amen. I know who got the power. Amen. Uh-oh. And since I know who got the power, myself personally, I don't ever try to get anybody healed. Come on. Amen. And since I know who got the power, all I do is just access the one who has the power. Amen. Amen. How you access it? Well, you just ask him. Uh-oh. Amen. Keep. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. Amen. And then the Lord will work with you. Oh. Because immediately, mm -hmm. if you read the last verse of Mark 16, the last verse of that chapter right there, it says, and the Lord working with them. Mm -hmm. That means if the power of God is going to be dispensed in this earth right here, he's got to use his people. Amen. His people have got to be willing to be accessible to God. Amen. And we got to be in tune. We're going to learn a lot today. I'm going I'm to talk to you about hearing the voice of God. Tell you how to do it. Tell you how to do it. Now I got to teach you. Somebody said, well, you can't teach that. That's the reason why you're in the same state you're in. Amen. Everything we learn here, we get taught. Yes, yes sir. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we do. All I got to do is just give you some of my personal experiences with God and stuff and just show you how I do it. Amen. Isn't that right? That's right. If I know you know, Jesus didn't try to keep it to himself, did he? That's right. Oh, hallelujah. 
Verse uh, Acts chapter four. Start at verse. Read that verse again from the beginning. Verse thirteen. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. That's what real men got. They got boldness now. Come on. And perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. Man, they'll tell you flat out that I'm unlearned, and ignorant man. You know why? I'm sorry. I just don't know the Baptist way. So therefore, I'm unlearned, and ignorant. I don't know the way of the way of American religion. I spent ten years unlearning all that mess. And I spent the next seven forgetting it. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Read on. They marveled, and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. See, there ain't no doubt he'd been with Jesus. Read on. And beholding the man which was healed standing well, oh, with him. Beholding the man which was healed. You got to be pretty bold to do something like that. Mm -hmm. Read on. They could say nothing against it. Hey, can't nobody say nothing. I told you, that's the reason why you don't see much comments. <laughs> And that's why you'll see too many people. They always, what we get is we get these little minions way off in the corner throwing fiery darts from a long distance away. We don't get no personal straight on attacks telling us how ungodly, how, how wicked we are. They ain't got nothing to say against the work because the work is true. Amen. Hey, man. Acts 8, verse 4. Therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the uh -huh. word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria yep. and preached Christ unto them. He, who did he preach to them? Christ. See, that's the reason why that the people can't get healed today. Mm -hmm. Because they're preaching everything but Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. They're lifting up everything but Christ. Read on. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Is this after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus? Yes. So we got Stephen, and now we got Philip. Mm -hmm. And these men full of faith, power, and boldness. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? They preaching the gospel. Is that right? Preaching the word. Mm -hmm. And we got signs following them. That's right. And you think about it, man. They could just include. And Charles was in this wicked place called Lafayette, Tennessee. Man full of faith and full of power, but they rejected him. Oh, yeah. So he, the people wouldn't hear here. So people came from all over. And then they got healed. And they looked at them people and said, what fools y'all? <laughs> you got the people of God sitting right down there on Pumpkin Town. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, if, it was, if the book was being written today, it would, it would, it would go something like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> See, we miss these things because we're here living it now. And then the very experience of what we're doing seems to escape us. Put yourself back in the same position as these people. Where would you be included? Amen. When you read the history book, brothers and sisters, where would you be included? Amen. Could you be able to discern and tell the signs of the times? You can look up and tell when the sky is red and lowering. You can say it's going to be fair weather. How is it that you can't discern the signs of the times? How is it that we're here living it now and we cannot perceive and understand where we at in this time now. If you, when you read this book, you put yourself where you're reading it at, you would know where you would be. Amen. Same thing today. Don't let this stuff escape you, brothers and sisters. If the book was being written today, our faith would follow and there would be a chapter in here about us. Amen. Not because of who we are, but because of who he is and who we're serving. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Amen. Now I'm making any sense. Mm -hmm. Amen. The reason why these people were written about because they were followers of Christ. They did the works of Christ. They had the demonstration of the power of the Spirit. Don't make no make, make no mistake about it, brothers and sisters. I, 
It may not be written in this book right here, but it's written in the book. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, sir. Read on. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, hmm. came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lame were healed. Isn't that something? Have we ever seen the lame healed? Sure. Mm -hmm. we ever, have we ever seen unclean spirits crying with loud voices here? Oh, yeah. Right here. I'm talking about, we ain't talking about stuff far-fetched off 2,000 years ago. Yeah. We're talking about recent right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We ever seen the sick get healed here? Oh, yeah. yeah. We ever seen um, asthma get cured? Yeah. Cancer? Yeah. Doctor's verification for it? Mm -hmm. Lord, I mercy. Is there anything too hard for the king? No. See, the problem is, everybody, the reason why I doubt unbelief arise along with fear in your heart is because you think that you are the one that have to get them healed. Mm -hmm. Amen. But the Bible says greater is he that is in you. When you realize that the greater one is in you, then you won't have any reservation stepping out on the water. Come on out. It's fine. Amen. Not too hot, not too cold. Just ride. <laughs> Just ride. Jump on in. Amen. See, devil don't want you to hear this because then you might get bold. Amen. See, we're not teaching you that your faith need a lie in the wisdom of man. What disturbs us and messes us up more than anything is this natural, cardinal, uh, evil, Adamic mind. It gets in the way. Amen. All the time. It gets in the way. It starts to use natural reasoning why you can't do spiritual things. Amen. But I... Continue to keep hearing the spirit echo into my spirit all things. I can do all things through Christ. Amen. That strengthened me. Amen. Oh. See, the spirit and the word agree. Amen. Well, I thought you said you couldn't do it. I didn't say I was doing it. I'm saying I'm trusting in the one who do it, but the Lord has to work with me. Amen. Go to Acts chapter 16. I mean, uh, Mark 16 for a second, brother. Uh, read verse 19. Amen. And 20. We're going, we'll get back to, to the other one, okay? So, Mark 16, verse 19 and 20. Listen to this. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them. So the Lord had already spoke to the disciples, is that right? Read on. He was received up into heaven. Received up into glory. And sat on the right hand of God. He sat on the right hand of God, is that right? Listen. And they went forth and preached everywhere. They went forth and preached everywhere. Do we got a lot of that going on today? The gospel is misprinted, isn't it? It's in every four corners of the earth now. So they went forth, preached everywhere. Read on. The Lord working with them. The Lord did what? Working with them. The Lord did what? Working with the them. The Lord working with them. In other words, if the Holy Spirit is going to do any work in this earth today, he has to use his people. Amen. Don't be sitting up there waiting for God to fall all over you and do everything with stuff when he told you to go do it. Amen. It won't be. It, it, it'll be you giving access to God to do the work. Amen. That's right. See, that's proper order and content. Let's put it in order and content. But it's the power that is inside of you. It is he. Remember Jesus said, it's not me that's doing it, but it's, the, it's my father that dwelleth in me. It is he that doeth the work. What do you mean the father? The same father that said in the beginning, God dwelling. In the universe. 
moving around by his spirit. And one day that word said, let there be light. And that spirit, which is the power of God, made light. Amen. And then that same spirit said, because God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. truth. John said, I baptize you with the baptism of repentance. And I'm using water to do it. But there's one that's coming after me who is mightier than I. Whose shoe lashes I am not worthy to unloose, to unlatch. But when he is come, he is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost, Spirit, and with fire. Amen. So the same Spirit that separated the light from day, the darkness from light, and then hung the earth on nothing is the same Spirit that is dwelling inside of us. Amen. That's why the apostle said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So stop trusting in yourself. Because as long as you can do that, you ain't going to do nothing. Like them 99% of them preachers. Amen. Amen. That's why Jesus said, it's not me, but it's he that doeth the work. Do y'all, are we getting this through y'all thick heads yet? It's he that doeth the work. So what place does fear, doubt, and unbelief have when it's he that doeth the work? Amen. Is there anything too hard for the most high? Nope. Ah. Oh. The only thing getting in his way is your doubt and unbelief. Amen. Amen. But you need to forsake. Amen. And he went forth and preached everywhere the Lord working with them. And confirming the word confirming the signs the speech, following. Confirming the preaching. Confirming the speech. Confirming the preaching. The word. With signs. Following. Isn't that something? Is that not just so simple? Is that not so, is that not so simple? Is that not that's so simple isn't it? That is so simple. Greater is he. That is in me. Than he. That is in the world. Amen. Is that right? All right, I hope we're getting this now. All right, Second Peter 1.1. 1, 1. Let's listen to something. Commission. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith Have with you us, not all, as well as I, have obtained like precious faith? Yeah. I'll answer for you. I, yeah, I have. Yeah, this is, I, I wasn't born into this. I obtained this like precious faith. <coughs> I sure did. Amen. Attain his like precious faith with? Through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Through the righteousness of God. Why? Because all our righteousness is of him, though our Savior Jesus Christ. Read on. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. How is grace and peace multiplied? Through the knowledge of God. Through the knowledge of God. The reason why you folks ain't got grace and you ain't got no peace because you ain't getting the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. You've been fed snicker bars. <laughs> Twits. Jolly Ranchers, now Laters, now Laters. Man, that's an old one. <laughs> that's old school. Oh, the junk. Amen. Amen. Read on. And of Jesus our Lord. Uh huh. 
according as his divine power hath given unto what? us. Did he say divine power? Yes, sir. Divine he did say divine power. Divine power. power. Divine yes, power. According mm -hmm. to his divine power, which he has did what? Given unto us. He gave us something? Uh-huh. He gave us some divine power. Yes, sir. Did I, did I just read that he gave us some divine power? Yes. Maybe I got some words wrong in there, brother. No, that's it's, it's right. He, it's right. he gave us some divine power. Yes, sir. See, God, every one of you that's been filled with the Holy Spirit, you've been given a divine power. Why? So you can do nothing? Nope. So you go to church once a week and say, Whoa! Got the power. What is it there for? It's there for a reason. Amen. That's true. It's there to make disciples. Amen. Oh. Amen. Read on. All things that pertain to life and godliness. So he gives us his divine power for all things that pertain to life and godliness. godliness. See, mm -hmm. now what we got in this time, everybody wants things pertaining to life. Don't too many people want to be godly. That's true. Amen. And God hates a false balance. Mm -hmm. Read on. Mm -hmm. Through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Read on. Whereby are we given unto us. Exceeding power and precious promises. Exceedingly great and precious promises. That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Well, so we have this exceedingly great and precious promises. That by these we might be partakers of the divine nature of the Most High Himself. Amen. And the only way Amen. we're partakers of that is have His Spirit within us. Is that right? Mm -hmm. How, what else? Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Man, you won't believe all the stuff I've, I've been able to escape from this world since I've been alive. Woo! Glory be to the king. Isn't that something? So, we got a tall order sitting up here. Uh-huh. Amen. All that was just a simple foundation work right here. All right, so how does the Holy Spirit, how does he work? How do you know if you're hearing from him and stuff? How do you know? How do you hear the voice of God? Well, the voice of God works the same way. He works inside of our spirit. He works like this. You can know the voice of God through thought, vision, a perception which is an impression of the mind. Yes. Did y'all hear that? Mm -hmm. And last but not least, if you're too hard-headed to hear all that, he'll just flat out talk to you in an audible voice. Well, Pastor Dow, I don't know, you talking to Moses? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, but you ain't no Moses. Did he come back to talk to the disciples? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yes, mm. Talk to Cornelius? Oh, yeah. He's Gentile. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. That's true. You Israelites. Amen. See, I just walked this thing all the way up, brother. Uh -huh. I just Amen. walked it all. I'm sorry for I just walked the thing all the way up. I could have went way back to Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just walked it all the way up. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Yeah, did too. Yes, hmm? sir. Joe did go a little bit farther. Then we following week in the end, Paul's a written record. He talked to John, mm -hmm. out of Patmos. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay. So I suppose we're still in the dark ages now, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we're out of dark ages. So, see, a lot of times God gives you an, a, an impression. Amen. How do you know it's God? Well, you know it's God because his nature yeah. and his mm -hmm. character is always yeah. there with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't you be so quick to be a judge when, you, when God hasn't caused you to be that. He called you to be a saint. Yes. So the majority of things that he's going to use you 
for to speak to people or for you to understand what people are going to be the things for edification, exhortation, and comfort. That's right. Because you have to learn wisdom in order to know how to apply judgment. Amen. And everybody ain't judges. Amen. Uh, amen. God is going to stay <coughs> consistent with his nature. He gives us the Holy Spirit to convict us of sin. The reason why he wants to convict us of sin because he needs to use us to dispense his Holy Spirit power to a sick, cursed, dying, going to hell world. Amen. We got to try to pull as many people we can out of this thing. Amen. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit is God mm -hmm. himself. That's why I keep saying we're in the last manifestation. He don't receive too, many, too much reverence. That's why, you know, there's a spiritual thing when the saints collectively get together and they lift up their hands. And I say, okay, let's pray, saints. And we lift up our hands. We all start talking. We're submitting. Mm -hmm. And if you notice in that submission, this Holy Spirit, he looks, he goes, ah, oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Ooh, boy. Amen. That's why he can be here in this place right now. Am I making any sense? Yes, sir. See, it's not hard for him to show up. It's not hard for God to show up if the environment is conducive for him. Mm -hmm. Because he's a gentleman. He's not going to want to show up around the people that he's not welcome now. But, yeah. if he, but if he has a, see, it's easy for him to show up if everybody's in 100% collective agreement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody stand up for a second. Show you how to do it. Close your eyes, lift up your hands. All right. Now just think about the Holy Spirit. All right, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Hallelujah. Touch your people and fall upon them right now. Confirm your spirit to everyone that you're in by the anointing right now. Let them feel your presence right now in Jesus' name. All right. So feel the Holy Spirit. You can feel it. You're welcome here, Holy Spirit. Now give us a little bit of fire. Give us a little bit of fire, Holy Spirit. Please give us. You're welcome here. Give us a little bit of fire. Touch your people right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to the King. Amen. You may be seated. Now, if you didn't feel nothing, I'm sorry for you. Yeah. I'm, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> huh? I'm so glad I got it. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. How many people understood what I just said? That is. Oh, yeah. Amen. I'm just asking you. You still, How many times have you ever stand up there like this and nothing happened? Come on. You're just sitting there. Hmm? Hallelujah. Amen. All right. And then you ask him to come. Does he, did he not touch? Amen. Now, believe it or not, he don't touch everybody. Amen. He only touches the place that he's welcome. Amen. So a lot of times people can get a blessing from the anointing that is in the room. What that is called, that is called a confirmation that his spirit is welcome. See, that's why we got this scripture up here says, and it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching. What am I doing? Teaching. So I'm doing the same thing that the master did. Yeah. Huh? That there were Pharisees and the doctors of the law sitting by, which we don't have none of them. We got to get outside the corridors of this. 
which were come out from every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the what? Power. power. That's the same power. Go to Acts 1.8. Same power that we read there in the scriptures. Acts 1.8. And the power of the Lord was present to heal. So that's the only thing that Pastor Dow does is when I'm, when I'm calling people up and I'm getting ready to do something, I'm usually waiting for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to confirm and fall upon me so I know that he's the one that's doing the work and not me. Amen. Am I making any sense? Yes, sir. Any sense at all? Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of times you see me just standing there looking at folk. I mean, I already look dumb, but I mean, I'm just standing there looking at folk. So I'm, I'm standing there, look, I'm waiting for a confirmation. I'm waiting. Amen. Did y'all hear me? Yes, sir. I'm waiting for the Holy Spirit because, I, I mean, I'm praying on the inside. Praying means I'm talking to God. If I can Amen. use simple terms. All right, brother. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm just, just simple terms, bro. Praying means I'm talking to God. That don't mean, oh, God, no. I'm talking to God. Amen. That's what, is that what prayer means? Yes, sir. I'm just trying to simple. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. That means I'm talking to God. I'm talking to I'm, I'm asking the Holy Spirit because I can't do it by, not by power, nor by might, but by my Spirit. See, he don't get enough reverence that he should. Amen. You worship the Father, but you ask God for the power of the Holy Spirit to be manifested. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. That's why a lot of times when you, you I mean, a lot of times y'all y'all come up and or y'all had me to pray for you something like that, and, and you uh, had and I touch you and you'd be like, oh man, what in the world? And because especially. You don't say that no more because you're used to it. Mm -hmm. But people who ain't used to it and stuff, they're like, what in the world's going on? What, what is that electricity? What is that energy? That's how they're related to. Mm -hmm. What is that charge and stuff? I'll tell you what it is. That's called Jesus sending the promise of the Father. Amen. Where did the promise come from who? The Father. The Father. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. It come from who? The Father. The Father. Isn't that something? God is a spirit. Isn't that something? And he give us his holy spirit. Isn't that something? Jesus said, it's not me, but it's the Father. Father. The, isn't that something? It is he that is doing the work. So who's doing the works then? You or the Father? The Father. The Father. How's he doing it? By the power of his Holy Spirit. Amen. How's he able to do it? When you get out yourself Amen. and you move out of the way. And you move your cardinal doubt, your cardinal flesh, your cardinal unbelief, your cardinal pride. Bro, say I can't make it no more simple than this, bro. Hallelujah. I'm trying to speak so well that even a child can understand. Maisie, can you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm doing pretty good. And the power of the Lord was present to heal. See, if we want the power of the Lord present to heal, we need to bring on no unnecessary burdens to the tabernacle on the Sabbath day. Amen. No, you need to be in here praying for the Holy Spirit to have his way. Amen. Have his way and stuff. Have his way. Have your way, Father, right now. Amongst your people. These are your, Amen. we are your people. You chose us. You called us. You filled us with your Holy Amen. Spirit. You've given us your anointing. You've given us your power. Teach us. Amen. See, when you're hearing the Bible says, you don't have no need of any man to teach you. It is the Spirit. Who you think is doing the teaching? You see a silhouette. You see an image. But the words that I speak, they're not my words. They're not my own. They're the words. Of, they come from the spirit 
of life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And what does this word do? It edifies. Mm -hmm. yes. It exhorts. Hallelujah. It builds up. It lifts up. It brings Amen. comfort. Amen. And then even in the midst of that, the Holy Spirit confirms the word and says, yeah, that's the word. Spirit, word, agree. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, that's the word. What are you trying to do? You're trying to charge up all your dead cells. Amen. Amen. That's true. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Satanist didn't show up today. Satan is supposed to come here today. See, this has been a good time for the Satanists to come too, boy. <laughs> See, how many times y'all been in here and see me up just preaching and teaching and stuff like that, and, and all of a sudden these spirits start stirring up in people. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I ain't talking about the Holy Spirit either. Amen. You know the reason why he's stirring up? Because I'm talking, listen very carefully to my words, because I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And they hate hearing that. See, that's my little key right there. Mm -hmm. Amen. I keep talking about what God going to do, what God can do, what the Holy Spirit going to do, and them spirits can't stand it, so they start getting stirred up. They start getting uncomfortable. What did they do when Jesus was there? They said, they said hold on, Jesus. The Gadarean demoniac, are you come to torment us before time? So when them devils feel the Holy Spirit around, they're getting torn. They think, uh-oh, you can't be coming cast us in the bit, not before our time. She said, they don't know what we're getting ready to put on them, especially if you know what to do. Uh -huh. Amen. Ah. Amen. Somebody help, help me, Jesus. Amen. Somebody help Amen. me. Amen. So they, they're like, man, I got to get up out of here. <laughs> so how they get up out of here? Well, if they're in a host, they're hosting somebody, they got to stir up. Amen. They manifest. Amen. That's true. Amen. Oh, praise God. So the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, if you are going to be ministering to someone, a lot of times you need to learn how to be quiet. Now, some of you is difficult to do. I mean, really, you're so used to doing this. That you, you, you haven't even cultivated to learn how to, he didn't have ears, let him hear what your mouth running says. No. Is that what the translation says? No. Isn't that something? He didn't have ear, let him hear what the what? Spirit. Somebody say that word again. Spirit. Let, the, let him hear what the Spirit says. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. Amen. What do you mean the Spirit? Well, a lot of times he'll just, I'm telling you, he, he will, he'll give you an impression or he'll give you a thought. Yes. Mm -hmm. How do you know if it's of God or not? First of all, that's the reason why you make sure you clear yourself before you get started. Amen. You're going to pray for someone for healing something like that. First thing you do, you bind the devil. You get them boogers away from you in the first place. All right, and then you ask the Holy Spirit. All right, now, because remember, He said, if you, brother, got children, they give you a piece of bread. If you ask, if they ask you a piece of bread, you gonna give them a stone? No, no. So if you already got the Holy Spirit, right? Would He give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? If you ask one, so if you yes. ask the Holy Spirit to be in the midst of us, here in the presence of us, Amen. All right, you hear the Holy Spirit get in the midst of us, in the presence of us. All right, but what are He gonna do then? He gonna manifest Himself. Amen. Boy, see how so easy we distract. I talked about that the other day. We get so easily, we see, see, we're so easily removed from the faith. Amen. Just so, 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 just ping cuts off, just cuts, cuts the communication yeah. line. Right? Just, Amen. Amen. 
I probably, y'all, y'all only takes to splice a line back together, got cut. <laughs> what if you don't know how to splice? Oh, Lord. Amen. Ah, praise God. Amen. May God help us. And may the Lord help us, Lord Jesus. But Jesus never left us alone. He did promise to send to us the Father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so it's the Lord that's doing the healing. You remember that. Amen. Not Amen. you. That's right. If you can receive that little morsel, that nugget right there, then maybe you'll get out of the way. You'll take you and your doubt and unbelief, and you'll get off on to the side and let the Holy Ghost do his work. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, I got some people in here. They, 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 y'all, y'all don't got to the point now, that especially when I'm doing something, talking about, okay, this is how we're going to uh, demonstrate the power of God. Oh, this is what we're going to do as far as power of God. I got some people looking and going, okay, good. I saw what he did. Uh-huh. It's not in actual what I'm doing. It's in the actual, what, it, what it's in is the faith in God to do it. Did y'all hear what I said? Yes, sir. You get that first, then your action won't have any reservations, won't have any hindrances. Amen. Did y'all hear what I said? Yes, sir. So sometimes God, it is God's will to heal. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's the reason why we try to make an environment for people. You got to be in order because who does healing belong to? The children. So there'll be a lot of people who don't even know they're God's children. That will get healed. Yes. Amen. And even then, it's still up to them to be able to receive. Amen. Isn't that something? Amen. Yeah. So, what better way to draw people unto Christ by healing them? Amen. They'll look at you. Here's the fulfillment of Scripture. Man, no doubt God is in you. Of the truth, God is in you. Mm hmm. Why? Because 99% of the preachers, all they got is words. Amen. That's all they got. Amen. They don't have no demonstration of the power of the Spirit. All right? See, so you have to allow the Holy Spirit to feel welcome. Amen. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? I mean, even can you imagine even in the midst of this teaching right here, some of you got the spirit of slumber. I kid you not, some of you got the spirit of slumber on you. And that's not a good spirit. No. No, sir. Uh-uh. <laughs> See, now you know you got something you need to do because I'm not teaching a boring topic here, bro. Mm. I mean, that's some, that's some stuff going on in here. Amen. That I can't see. Ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to the king. Let's move on here for a second. John 14, verse 16. John 14, verse 16. Did you want to read the Acts 8, 1? Yeah, Acts 1, 8. Read that. Read that real mm-hmm. quick. Then we're going to go to John 14, verse 16. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in all Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So you see, when you receive the Holy Spirit, the idea is to give you power to be witnesses, mm-hmm. not power to go off in the corner and hide somewhere. Not the power to go and just say you got Jesus in the hell with the world. Amen. Amen. For you be witnesses not only to, uh, to Samaria, but unto the uttermost, uttermost parts mm-hmm. of the earth. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. And who are you going to witness? He's going to witness another human being. Amen. Yes, sir. About who? That's why he gives you his Holy Spirit. 
Amen. See, when you get the Holy Spirit, your boldness will remove all of your fears and your, your doubts, your reservations, and your shame and your shyness. Amen. Come on. John 14, verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. Then that's something. That's Jesus talking to the Father, right? Mm -hmm. And he's going to give you another comforter, okay. another helper. Is mm -hmm. that right? Read on. That he may abide with you forever. Now, let me, let me go ahead and clarify this again. You see, again, I need to reiterate this. I need to reiterate for the sake of understanding so we can lodge this in our mind. A lot of times people have made mistakes when they see preachers and teachers and other people fall into sin. You're following me? And what they do is, is they end up falling away from God because the people got their eyes more on man than they do on God. And see, what happens is, is God, the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. God will give you salvation and won't even repent for it. He'll give you a gift and won't even repent for it. He's not over, he ain't going to give it to you and then take it back from you. Are you following me? And so you'll see some of these people operating in the power of God, living immoral lives. And then you'll question God and going, well, how in the world? That can't be there. And then they start blaspheming the Holy Ghost and say, that man, that what he's doing is of the devil. Oh, Believe it or not, people have said that. That's why you have to learn how to separate the difference between the man and the spirit of God. Uh-oh. Because if God gave him the gift, he's not like us going to remove it. What ends up happening is... Is that a lot of people over a period of time, especially if they get caught in a scandal and stuff without repenting and stuff. And because, and just see, let me deal with the people first. The people, get they, they have their eyes more on man. They end up becoming worshipers of man. Yes, then when they, God fails them, then they fail God. Because yep. they had their eyes on the wrong people. Right, right. You're supposed to be worshiping who? God. God. Isn't that something? Not man. Well, he shouldn't have messed up. Well, let's put it back on you. How many times you messed up? Amen. Amen. How many times, you, you don't even know how many people you probably affected with by the way you live. The preacher's up in front of everybody. You ain't. But you wouldn't believe how many stumbling blocks you probably done laid before. Who knows how many people you ain't never repented of. What I'm doing is bringing reality. Now I'm back over here to the preacher. So because a lot of people end up putting their faith and hope in man rather than in God. Oh, they accredit and attribute the work that the man was doing as a work of devil. When really, God had already said that the gifts and calling of God without repentance. And so there wasn't nothing wrong with what the Spirit did. Uh-oh. Don't blessings fall on just as well as unjust? Sure. God is smart enough to use a, a, an immoral man to get somebody healed and delivered to receive salvation so they can go on and be saved. And he'll send that man to hell. He's smart like that. I mean, because after all, look at all them, look at all these uh, pew-sitting so-called believers today that ain't doing nothing but sitting back condemning. Amen. Uh-oh. So you should have your eyes on God rather than man. Mm -hmm. But what do we normally do? So man is our God then. Don't tell me. God didn't fail you. Uh-oh. God didn't fail you. You'll get people that will get um, offended by a brother and sister and then they'll no longer keep his commandments. Well, who are you serving? Your brother and sister or are you serving God? The commandment still says, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's not predicated upon the place you live or the place you don't live. The people who you associate with or people you don't associate with. That's based on your love for God personally to the individual. Amen. 
Uh-oh. But then you'll say that, man, ain't your God, but as soon as that God fail you, what do you do? Amen. See, it's good sober talking right here. So what happens with a lot of people who may have a gift and power, God never did remove it, but what happened is, is that the power would diminish from them because as you start to cultivate a life of sin, you no longer have the ambition to drive to serve God no more. And when you don't serve God, you end up getting bound by the devil. And the devil, he snares you. So the things that you used to could do, you find yourself can't do no more. Because whereas you had faith before, now you're full of doubt and unbelief. Because that's part of the reward of iniquity. Amen. Am I making any sense? Am I bringing some clarity to this thing? Yes, sir. See, everybody getting Of course, what does Satan want to do, man? Sure, you put a big old preacher up there big time, man. You let him fall down, all this other stuff. But what if the preacher repent, then what? Uh-oh. Now what are you going to do? So you see, ain't nobody going to get by with God. Nobody. Some men sins are open before judgment. And some men come after. Some men sins follow after to judgment. Uh-oh. Amen. The ideal is to repent, turn from your wicked way, keep an environment conducive that the Holy Spirit is welcome. Amen. So that any time that he needs to operate, you as a willing vessel of God, you have made yourself ready and available to dispense and be used of God. Amen. Praise God. And to do that, you can't be living in sin. Amen. See, that's, that's something to come with sin. If you, if you got the power of God, all right, if I mean, then you turn around and live immoral and stuff, you're not going to sit up there and turn around and try to get nobody healed because your own work's going to condemn you. Because right. mm-hmm. your own spirit going to start telling you, how in the world are you going to sit up there and want to do the work of God and look at you? Come on. Come on. Man, you got a tall order to overcome. So what you got to do? Repent, turn from your wicked way, walk in the newness of life. Amen. Amen. Oh, praise God. So rather than getting your eyes on man, get your eyes on God right where they should be. And all you people out there in a valley of decision getting offended because of what somebody else did, you need to think about what you done done. Amen. Oh, isn't that true? Yes, sir. Just told the truth. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So that the comforter may abide with you for what? Ever. Now you can have the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. You can have the Holy Spirit and grieve the Holy Spirit. Because the instruction book says, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed until the day of redemption. See, you're sealed with the Holy Spirit at the time of salvation. But let me tell you something about seals. Seals are made to be broken too. Amen. Well, not the seal of God. Not the seal. Man, he got a book of Revelation. He got a bunch of seals that's got to be broken. Amen. In order for the revelation and manifestation of it to come to pass. So don't tell me seals can't be broken. Oh, Lord. Amen. See, that's why you got to get rid of this, this cardinal, natural way of thinking because it will not allow you to think God's way. It will paralyze you and keep you faithless. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. How many times you set out to try to do the will of God or do the work of God with somebody and stuff, and then the first thing the devil do is throw a whammy up about your inability because of how messed up you are or something you done done. Come on. That's why you get your environment ready before you start heading off into something like that. Oh, amen. Yeah. That way you ain't worried about hearing that nonsense. 
Am I making sense? See, if we, and I can tell you right now, I got news for everybody, every single person in here. If we were all perfect, we would not need God. <laughs> because we wouldn't need no Savior. We're not here because <laughs> we were perfect. We're here because he has decided to make us perfect. Amen. And we're Amen. here so we can be used of him. I know the reason why we're all sitting here. Because we all admitted we were dirty, nasty sinners. Amen. In case you forgot. Amen. <laughs> right. Amen. That's why none of us can sit and boast in Arcadia and these other regions and stuff about how wonderful we are. I know the truth. We all dirty, nasty sinners. Amen. Amen. We've been purged. We've been washed. Sanctified and cleansed. Amen. Now the ideal is to stay clean. Amen. Stay clean. So don't always be rushing into praying someone without letting the Holy Spirit. Make sure his presence is there first. Because it's he that doeth the work. And sometimes you may not actually feel his presence, but you'll get an impression or confirmation that, okay, all right, okay, now you can go ahead. They that are led by the spirit, not by the spirit of man. That's why a lot of people end up failing God, too, because they try to jump ahead of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I mean, there was times that Paul, he had ideals in his mind. He wanted to go to Asia. But the Bible said the Spirit forbade him. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't let him go. Mm-hmm. That's true. Amen. Y'all see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you may have some ideas to do something, but the Holy Spirit, ah, uh, uh, no, no, no. Boy, am I familiar with that? Mm. Yeah. Man. And see, it's, it's kind of confusion a little bit because God not a lot of confusion because you know you're doing something that's the will of God, but the Holy Spirit, I don't want you to do it. I've actually had people that God, I'd be coming up, I'd be in meetings and stuff at different places and stuff, and I'd walk out and stuff, and I'd, believe you me, he talks to me about people. But it's not for me to disclose everything that I'm hearing. Because a lot of people, I, I mean, I can get up in meetings. I think the next meeting we'll do, I'll, I'll, I'll use the word of knowledge more. I mean, y'all seen it done before. And there's one place and stuff because there was a lot of distractions because this guy thought he was Julio and Iglesias. He wanted to sing more than the preaching. And I went over and told Howard, I said, man, how are we going to get God's work done with this guy up here serenading? All right, yeah, man, you can sing. Now sit down. He got pissed off, didn't he? <laughs> said about grieving the Holy Spirit because he want to sing. And then he got mad and threw his little CDs in the bag. I said, look at that spirit. I suppose he going to usher in the Holy Spirit, right? No, he didn't. He showed exactly who he was. He's looking for the accolades of men. <laughs> but anyway, see, that was the word of knowledge when I told that guy about his hepatitis thing. All he had to do was come forward, but a lot of times people are fearful. Why in the world do you want to be afraid since God already got you? He already done, he got you already pegged and nailed anyway. What is he pegging and nailing you for? He's pegging and nailing you then because he wants you to come to him. Amen. The day you hear his voice, and see a lot of times people won't even come forth and they're just hard in their hearts. God had a chance for salvation. Now mama want me to jump through hoops and stuff and make special trips to go see him. I said, no, I ain't either. If he couldn't come up, See, it's good that people do this. People ain't never used to doing this. 
Sister Carol do it every testimony. I testify that the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You never heard her say that? Mm -hmm. See, I testify that I've been saved from my sins. My name is written down in the Lamb Book of Life. That Jesus is my Lord and personal Savior, my King and my God. I publicly make a testimony of I've been saved, washed. Uh-oh. Amen. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Yeah. And so there's a lot of people that have never made a public confession that they've been saved before. Or they ain't never been around a bunch of people. You follow me? So God is trying to save this man right here, but he heard his voice and he hardened his heart. And it really shocked the fire of the lady. I don't know them. When she came up and said, do you know who that was with the hepatitis? I said, yeah, the man back on the back row, sitting right over there. He said, yeah, that was my son. I said, well, he missed God. What happened? Amen. Am I supposed to console her and make her feel better? No, no. no he missed God. See, a lot of times if you're holding reservations and stuff like that and you're being fearful and stuff, I'm not worrying about looking bad as a preacher. Oh, I don't look bad enough in my life that I, I can only look good from here. <laughs> Success or failure. <laughs> I can only look good. <laughs> Glory! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! How can I be worried about me when I'm dead to myself? Ye are dead. Ye are dead. Ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Set your affections on things above and not on things of the earth. Ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. See, a lot of people, they can't be dead. They're too busy worrying about how they're going to look. I tell you how you're going to look like a fool to me. <laughs> Why you think you're holding reservations because you're worrying about what everybody else is looking like and stuff? To me, you look like a fool. Amen. So if you're dead, you're not worrying about your self-image. How can you do that when you're creating the image of Christ? Oh, praise Amen. God. See, we got all these doubts and fears to get past, though. Mm -hmm. Why do you think some of you people scared half death talk to people about Jesus? Why in the world would you be scared to talk to somebody? You scared to talk to a person that's dead and they sin. He, you are alive from the grave. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what kind of mindset is that? I tell you what, Amen. cardinal, natural. Foolishness. Amen. Amen. And when they proceed to boldness of Peter and John. Ah, oh, okay. That electric guy was up there. That's why I asked you to know a guy by the name of Greg Klein because I spent two and a half hours preaching to him up here on the hill. I preached to him too, boy. You know what I was preaching to him about? Hmm? I was preaching to him about I said, you know what, brother? Adulterers go to hell. But you repent, turn from that wicked way, God will save you. And we talking about a bunch of other stuff. So I called him sitting there. I said, you know Greg Klein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, do I know him. I said, okay, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. So I preach. I preach. Amen. I don't care who y'all. If anybody need preaching to, is that Barack Obama? He needs some preaching to. I preach to him, too. And his whole secret service. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So religion, brothers and sisters, cannot produce the power of God. We understand? That's right. Now, let's finish up on this. Acts. Oh, man. I don't know. Man, time gets away from us. Mm -hmm. 
Let's go to Acts 19, brother. Go to Acts 19. Man, time gets away. I want to go over this real quick, and we're going to end up right here. And the reason being is because, you see, a lot of times we're going to see over in Acts 19, even though we read it 100 times before, some of you people need to get baptized again. See, one of the first things that, that Paul had asked the people was when he passed through the other coast of Ephesus was is he asked them two questions. Read, brother, Acts 19, verse 1. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, mm -hmm. Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, mm -hmm. and finding certain disciples, uh -huh. he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since you believed? See, that's the first thing we need to do when we're talking to people. Instead of worrying about them getting healed or trying to find the latest herb, what they need to take in order to help their immune system and stuff, we need to get first thing first. I told you, you got to get your minds straight, brothers and sisters. What, what good is it to get somebody healed and they go to hell? You'd be better off saved sick. Oh, praise God. Amen. 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 Man. Salvation ain't just being, being healed like this, bro. Come on, brother and sister. First things first. Amen. I don't care where you come from. You got the Holy Ghost. Why well, I don't believe in the Holy Ghost. Well, I'm asking, do you want the Holy Ghost? Well, okay. How you gonna get me fighting against God? Mm. First thing, Paul found disciples. Mm -hmm. There ain't hardly anybody in America that won't admit that they're a believer. They all do this. Oh, I, I was saved when I was young. I might don't live right, but I was saved. What kind of talk is that? Crazy. <laughs> Lord, I he found certain disciples. Mm -hmm. And he said, have you received the Holy Ghost? Since you believe. Since you believe. There are a lot of people say they believe, right? Mm -hmm. So the first things first, we need to be asking them, have they received the Holy Ghost? Since they believe. You can tell it. You, they'll let you know if they bombed his answer or not. And everybody up here in Lafayette will bomb it. We're just using our region and Providence, brother. We can talk about this place. We're from here. Amen. <laughs> Native Lafayette. <laughs> okay. Oh, way back, yeah. So, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Read on. And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy now, Ghost. Now, this one throws me every time I go over this, but I'm not going to go over it. You know, again, I, I go over it every time. I, it's, it's amazing. But they ain't heard so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Now, this, this is the reason why it throws me, because look what they're getting ready to answer next thing. What was the next thing he had? And he said unto them, unto what then were ye baptized? Well, how were you baptized? And what did they say? And they said, unto John's baptism. And that one throws me. They were baptized unto John's baptism, and you know they got wet. You know he baptized them. But they ain't never heard of the Holy Ghost being baptized with John baptism. What did John say in Matthew 3.11? What did he say, brother? What did he say? I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. That's what repentance. John said, isn't it? Yeah. I indeed baptize you with water, water unto repentance. Repentance. That's the reason why you get baptized. You repent. Mm -hmm. Right? Read on. But he that cometh after me uh -huh. is mightier than I. Uh, yep. Whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. Yep. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with the fire. Now, how in the world could they say they were baptized at John baptism and they ain't never heard no Holy Ghost? Yeah, 
I, I, I know how. Let's put ourselves in the same. How many times I ask y'all questions, don't huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Isn't it amazing how we repeat the same character in nature? Amen. People Amen. ain't changed one bit, bro. That's true. <laughs> huh? I don't remember that. I believe it. <laughs> and, uh, we get anointed, don't we? Praise God. Amen. <laughs> yeah, we do. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Come on, brother. Read on, brother. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance. I told y'all, you do put yourself in it. That's all you got to do, put yourself in it. So John barely baptized with a baptism of what? Repentance. That's how John baptized. He baptized for the sole purpose of people repenting. Read on. Saying unto the people. You hear that? You baptized with a baptism of what? Repentance. repentance. And according to um, John 15, 3, you'll clean through the word. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Amen. You clean through the word. So you want to be washed, you get washed by the word, you get baptized back to the repentance. See, that repentance is washing you inside, but the water on the outside is showing what was done inside. That's why you get baptized. Baptized unto repentance. So a lot of people ain't doing but just getting wet. You ain't been baptized. And you definitely ain't been baptized. because I now baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. You ain't been baptized. You just got wet. Amen. You ain't been baptized right if you did one of these things. Uh, um. Brother Jerry, how'd you get saved? Well, I was in a cornfield, and God came up on me, and I felt it, and I knew I was saved. No, you ain't either. You're going to go to hell. John Valley baptized with the baptism of what? Repentance. Repentance means you confess your sins, and you turn from your wicked way. Why? Because the word that washes told you what you need to be doing. Amen. Hold it for one second, brother. Mm -hmm. Isaiah, the first chapter, All right. verse 17, 18, 19. I tell you, boy, you see what I'm talking about? That's why you got to get this thing right. You got to get it right. See, all you people, when we're sitting in here, we are in school. We're in the synagogue. You understand? We're in school. We're in school to learn about the king so we can go out and tell others. Yes, sir. Amen? We can't, we can't keep this to ourselves. Ain't that right? Read, brother. Learn to do well. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, uh -huh. saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, yep. they shall be as white as snow. White as snow. Though they be, though they be red like crimson, you they shall be. You got something in your eye? No, I had the mic in my Oh, okay, you had your mic in your eye. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, get it out your eye, brother. <laughs> they shall be red like crimson. Red they like crimson. They shall be as wool. Uh huh. If ye be willing and obedient, yep. ye shall eat the good of the so land. So if you're willing and obedient, what are you going to do? Eat the good of the eat land. Eat the good of the land. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, verse 15 and 16. I went down two verses tomorrow. Verse 15, 16, Isaiah 1. Read. And when ye spread forth your hands. Uh Y'all hearing this? And when you spread forth, y'all need to get accustomed to doing that. Right. And when I, I when I, I'm, I'm sending signals during worship, sir. That don't mean just lift up your hand. I mean, I can act like a statue in a tree. I'm trying to tell you to get in touch with Jesus. Yeah. That means worship Him. 
What is John 424? Brother, I'm sorry. That's right. Don't leave your hand right there. You got your hand in five places, man. Hold your hand right there and go to John 424, brother. All right. God. Go ahead. God is a spirit. God is a what? Spirit. God is a what? Spirit. God is a spirit and what? And they that worship him. Must worship who? Must worship him in spirit and truth. Must worship God in spirit and in what? Truth. So you got to have his Holy Spirit in order to worship him. If you ain't got his Holy Spirit, you can't worship him. Oh, Lord. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit. If you ain't got the Holy Spirit, you can't worship him. God is looking for true worshipers. The true worshipers will worship him in spirit. Jesus is the spirit of truth. Amen. The spirit of truth. Uh -huh. Whom the world cannot receive. That's right. Isn't that right? Amen. So you got to have the Holy Ghost. Amen. You got to have the Spirit of God in order to worship Him in spirit and in, in truth. truth. That's why Jesus could say to this woman, Neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem are you going to worship the Father. Amen. No, you ain't. God is a spirit. And they that worship Him must have His Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. So when Jesus went to the Father, he sent his Holy Spirit. He Amen. sent the Father's Holy Spirit, same Spirit that was in him that raised him up from the dead. He sent it back to us, made it available to us. And then when Acts 1-8 came, when he said, you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, we got the same Spirit that lifted Jesus up from the dead. Amen. The same spirit that Jesus used to heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, and cast out devils. Amen. So God is a spirit, and they that worship him, you must worship him in spirit, and Amen. that is the truth. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So you got to have his Holy Spirit. Amen. And so it won't be you. You have the same testimony. You'll tell her it's not me, but it's the Father that worketh in me, it is he that doeth the work. Amen. That makes sense. Does that make Amen. sense, brother? Yes, sir. That Just makes me. sense. Yes, sir. All right, Isaiah 115, brother. Let's get yeah. over here because we're going to go back over here to Acts 19, all right? And when you spread forth your hands. And when you spread forth your hands. See, God wants your hands to be clean, brother, and so when you spread forth your hands. That knows when you spread forth your hands. Now sit down here and golf clap. When you spread forth your hands. Lift up your hands, all ye gates, and even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory hallelujah. shall come in. Hallelujah. You need to get accustomed to lifting up your hands. You need to lift up them heavy hands that hang hallelujah. down. Amen. 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 You got the Holy Spirit. You don't need everybody here. Just ask the Holy Spirit to heal you. Repent of your sins. Lift up. Let's start learning how to lift your hands up. Amen. Learn, learn how to humble yourself right. in the sight of the Lord. That's what lifting up your hands do. It will humble you. Amen. Because you, you, you ain't depending on yourself no more. You got to depend on somebody else. Amen. Oh, Hallelujah. praise God. Isaiah 115, when you, when you what? When you spread forth your when hands. When you spread forth your hands. I will hide my eyes from I'm you. I'm going to hide my eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers. When you make many prayers. I will not hear. I ain't going to hear you. Your hands are full of blood. Your hands are full of blood. Wash you. Wash make, you. Make you clean. Make you clean. 
Put away the evil of your doing. See, that's the whole idea. Put away evil you're doing. God wants us to be washed, be clean. Put away evil you're doing. When you get washed, you get clean. Now you're ready to be meat for the master's use. The only thing he's trying to do is get us all ready to be used at any time we need to be. Remember old Ananias? Hmm? Ananias, he said, Lord, I heard, man. Ain't you heard God? No, God just sent Paul there, but he ain't never heard. That's the reason why he sent him there. Ain't that something, man? Ain't he a prophet? No, he wasn't a prophet. He was just hearing Amen. He said, man, come on, Ananias, I'm going to send over here, lay hands on Oh, Lord, ain't you heard? That's why I'm sending him here. <laughs> and then he ended up saying, Brother Saul, isn't that something? The Lord, even Jesus. He didn't depend on his own work, did he? He depended on who? The one that was in him. He had the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. And religion, because they can't produce the power of God, tell you you don't need the Holy Ghost. They tell you you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe. Okay? Acts 19, mm -hmm. Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Mm -hmm. All right? And we're going to find out if you really got the Holy Ghost then. Yes. According to the book. Yeah. This is rightly dividing the word of truth. Yeah. And then he asked, how was you baptized? Under John Baptist. Then he said, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance. Mm -hmm. Read Say, on. Saying unto the people. Say to the people. That they should believe on him you, which should come after him. You should believe on Jesus who come after John. Mm -hmm. right. That is on Christ Jesus. Read on. When they heard this. When they heard this. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them. And when them, Paul had laid his hands upon them. The Holy Ghost The Holy Ghost with the power of God. Glory. Being dispensed. Gave them the Holy Spirit. And they end up speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. As the Spirit of God gave the others. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. See, she got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You got the Holy Ghost? Oh, praise God. <laughs> People look, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they got the Holy Ghost and they did what? Spoke with tongues and prophesied. See, when you get the Holy Ghost, you will speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gets it. I don't want to hear none of this mess tongues done away with. No, you done away with. And you're going to be done away with. Amen. When you get the Holy Ghost, you will speak in tongues. Just like they did in Acts chapter 2. Just like they did in Acts chapter 8. Just like they did in Acts chapter 10. Just like they did in Acts 19. Just like they said in 1 Corinthians 14. You're going to speak in tongues as prophesied of in Acts 28. Amen. I mean, in Isaiah 28. All right. And Joel, too. That's right. <laughs> Thought he was going to get by that, didn't <laughs> Hallelujah. It's already there, brothers and sisters. Amen. So if people, what Paul was doing was checking out the salvation. Yeah. You know the reason why? Healing is the children's bread. And if you're going to be in an assembly meeting or something like this, because, you know, I believe in using the saints of God. Y'all know that. You go with me, boy. I believe in you get over there with her. You go over there with her. You go over there with him. You get over in him. I believe in God because you got the Holy Spirit. Same Holy Spirit I got. And I know God's people can do it. I know that. That's the reason why I know it. You may not know it, but you're going to find out. 
I like those. I'm inspired by those that look and go. Oh, pastor can do it. I can do it too. You got that right. You sure can. You sure can. Yep, and I'll encourage you to too. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You better believe it. I ain't no grand poobah. Amen. Glory be to the king. So we can do it. Yes, sir. Read on right here. After, but uh, Receive the Holy Ghost. Spoken mm-hmm. tongues. Read on. And all the men were about 12. And there were 12 of them that received it. See, he found 12 disciples and every one of them got the Holy Ghost just that quick. Every one of them got the Holy Ghost just like that. Read on. And he went into the synagogue. He went into the synagogue. And spake boldly for they, the space of three months. See, you ain't going none of these synagogues. Up there. You ain't speaking nothing. We're going to cast you out. <laughs> Oh, that faggot church we went to in Bethel Commandment Church in New Jersey that me and Pastor Farrell got kicked out of. Oh, you faggots. Now the church is desolate. <laughs> that thing done scattered. I thought it was just a few of them. Over, over 85% of the people left. Wow. That's good house cleaning. Yeah. Good house cleaning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I hope they don't go to leave that house to go to another house that's filthy. Amen. Amen. But, hey, what can you say? Read on. Disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. Wait a minute. You ain't supposed to be going arguing with nobody in no churches. Read that verse again. And he went into the synagogue. And he went into the synagogue, church. And spake boldly for and the space bold. of three months. Three, three months. What did he do for three months? Read that word. Disputing. Now what, that, what, what did he say? Disputing. One more time. Disputing. Disputing for three months. And persuading. And persuading. The things concerning the kingdom of God. And these people tell you, you, you don't need to leave them people alone. You're not there for those people. You're there for God's people. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Say, man, what are you talking about? That's false doctrine. See, the men today done lost their testicular fortitude. Amen. They ain't got none. I got enough testosterone, but you ain't getting none of mine. I need all I can get. (laughs) Got a job to do. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We're going to get it done. Amen. So he disputed. He wasn't no coward. No. Read on. But when divers were hardened and believed not. Whoo! So there are going to be some people that's going to harden right there. They ain't going to believe it, even though you dispute for three months. Read on. But spake evil of that way before the multitude. (laughs) They spake evil of that way before the multitude. Isn't that something? So what do they do? When you tell the truth, there are going to be some people that's hardened, going to go talk against the way that you're promoting, Mm -hmm. which is Jesus. Read on. He departed from them. He left them. And separated the disciples. Separated the disciples. Let's separate. <laughs> let's run. Let's, let's separate. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I believe in that separation stuff. <laughs> yeah. He separated the disciples in what? And disputing daily in the school of one Tyrannus. Disputing daily in the school of Tyrannus. Read on. And this continued by the space of two years. Two years. So that all they, which, all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. Y'all hear that? By that time, it done spread it all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, I done made a couple of folks t- 
tighten up their finster muscles with that article <laughs> up here in Lafayette. Good. I'm gonna let them tighten up a little bit more too. Come on. I'm gonna start talking about. I I I didn't I didn't got my next order what to put in the paper. Next order to put in paper is, and I'm gonna talk about God's healing and stuff, and then I'm gonna start calling for people. To see, all right, anybody got to ask me? You want to be healed? Come come to church. Oh. <laughs> just call it out. And then we just go down the line. Might as well start with the A's. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. What better one to start with? Yeah. Why you call that asthma? We got a 100% success rate with asthma. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Is that bold? You bet. And they reading it too. Believe you me, they reading it. That's why I walk in place. They look at me like. <laughs> Who's that winning co-op with me? And I was talking to that lady. I said, did you read the article? That was you? You, you finally home? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she read the article too, didn't she? she yeah, she read. Isn't that something? But didn't tell me when I first. Usually, you know, when you see somebody, hey, saw your newspaper clip. They all get mute. Uh -huh. You walk in, boy, and you can tell too. You can feel the vibe. <laughs> hey! <Amen. laughs> Praise God. Amen. Read on. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So Come on, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is that all right, brothers and sisters? Yes, sir. So I'm sorry to tell you about the break news, but most of these preachers are nothing but just words. Mm -hmm. That's all they are. Why you talk like that, Pastor? Not because I'm more than just words. Amen. I'm about the demonstration of the power of the Spirit. Amen. 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 And so are you. Isn't that beautiful? Amen. The Lord know them that are His. Yes, sir. Don't He? Yes, sir. I don't understand what's wrong with being bold for Christ. I don't understand what's wrong with being a fool for Him. So, brothers and sisters, remember, let me, let, me, let me do a recap, short recap here for a second. You see what happens when you lift up your hands to God, and then you turn around and you ask him, Father, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, have your way. Come, come follow for me, anoint me to do your will. See what happens when you do that? The stuff, it starts to stir up. It starts to stir up. And you have to keep that spirit of God stirred up. Yeah. And so then, when you're getting ready to do something, and you're talking with God, when you're, you're talking with people, so you minister, you know, you to be a, to be a good minister of the law. We, you know, we all ministers, right? That don't mean you're called to preach. No. You're that guy. You ain't gonna never be called to preach. And I've been out ever hear about it in your in my lifetime. Amen. I just had another one of them crazy women. Left here says, um, left a note on a message, a voicemail on Carol's phone. So to Tiffany, let me say, Tiffany, prophesize Tiffany. So I said, up there, I said, um, I'm a leader. Carol said, go lead. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Now, I do believe she's a leader. I mean, did not Jesus say the blind lead the blind? <laughs> I believe she lead them. So I, I agree quickly with people, man. When they tell me, I have no doubt that they believe what they, I'm telling you they are. So, yeah, you lead. You're a leader. Blind lead the blind. You both going to fall in a damn ditch. 
You better believe it. So I believe that leading. Amen. I'm a leader, and I got a message for Pastor Dow. Now, we're going to do this the Bible way. If she got a message for me, you know what she's going to do, don't you? She's going to come and deliver it to me. She's not going to use Southern Bell. Uh-huh. Or Verizon. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Ain't no woman got no message for no man. That's out of God's order. According to his book. Isn't that something? And the spirit in the word. word. Don't he confirm his word? Yes, sir. Well, praise God. Well, let me tell you something. God made this thing, wrote this thing, done this thing, and I just agree with the most high. I don't care what none of you think. (laughs) That's just the way he said it. And you know, a lot of these bold women going to stand up in front of God with that attitude and stuff, and you're going to get humbled real quick. That's why you better learn how to humble yourself right now. Amen. Because a woman like that, I'm a worst nightmare. You better believe it. And I'm going to be a nightmare too. Amen. So God will. He'll give a message through vision. Yeah, he will. Majority of the time, he gives the, uh, if you're in a, a, a place and, you know, y'all, y'all have exercised it your own self. How many times have you been praying for someone in deliverance and stuff, and then all of a sudden you get this impression about what's going on yep. with them, yep. and then by mm-hmm. faith you go ahead and speak, and next thing you know, it's, it, yep. that's what it is. Yep. Amen. See, right there, the, the, what the Holy Spirit is doing is giving you information yes. to help out in the deliverance right here. Now, you got to check it because you start getting flooded with all this. The Lord said it, the Lord said that. Oh, 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 wait a minute. See, you got to learn the voice of God so that you don't get confused by all these other voices because the scriptures also say there are, as if there may be in this world, so many different kinds of voices, and none of them are without any significance. But every voice has a purpose, has a meaning. So there's a lot of voices. So you have to learn how to even distinguish the voice. Of God. Amen? Amen. And you can do this too. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of y'all need to repent for that spirit of slumber too. A few of y'all got that in here. A few of you. Amen. Amen. I don't know how you can sit up and have a spirit of slumber on me. Especially uh, when I always have a glass of water up here. I'm going to wash you real good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Glory to the king. Hey, man, what are you talking about, man? I've been throwing water for almost 20 years. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty bold mood to be going to sleep on me, boy. You, you may get drowned. Come up out of a dream, bro. Thank you. Just come out swimming pool. <laughs> Hey, what are you going to do, run tell everybody you got baptized? <laughs> <laughs> Glory be to the king. Let us stand, uh, saints. Glory be to the king. Oh, man. I guess God wanted to make sure we get a good message here today besides um, somebody getting wet. Yes, sir. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for everything that our ears have heard. Continue to feed us as we are able to hear and to perform the, 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 your work. Your power, we thank you for everything that you've done for us, the heart you've given us. We thank you for transforming us continually. Father, we do pray for the strength of the body of Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, touch your people, anoint your people, quicken your people, 
Let the fire of the Holy Spirit consume the people and all the iniquity and sin and let them bring forth fruit, Father, that meets to the kingdom of God to heal, to save, and deliver people in Jesus' name. We bless you for all things. Thank you for this beautiful Sabbath. Amen. Y'all blessed day, saints. Amen. King coming. <laughs>